1: June 9th, and you are listening to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we gear up, for another big weekend in the world of college football recruiting visits are happening all over the place. We've got camp season, which means there's a lot of commitments coming on on the way as well. And and one of the bigger weekends, perhaps the biggest weekend of the year is happening at Alabama this coming weekend, headlined by five-star quarterback Arch Manning and a handful of other five stars, a handful of other four stars. And to break it all down and to preview things, we've got Hank South on the line. He covers... Alabama recruiting and the Crimson Tide for Bama Online. Hank, how are we doing? Hey, I'm good, Blair. How are you? Not too bad. I uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to to make some time for us. I know you're a pretty busy guy this time of year. And as we all are in the industry with visitors getting to campuses and and the top tier recruits, making sure they're checking off all the boxes on, on all the, the schools that they're looking at. With Alabama specifically, when you look at this group, when you look at this weekend in particular, what what do you think went into lining up such a mega mega star studded weekend for for this staff?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think it, we've seen kind of this this growing over the last few years. Obviously, you know, we didn't see it twenty twenty, but every year since summer, spring, summer, official visits have been put in place. There's been more and more each, each summer. I, I think the Alabama staff, Nick Saban in particular, likes to have these visits. And he he said this before. They don't they don't really like to do the official visits on the game weekends during the season because the coaches are preoccupied. They've got the game planning going on. They're 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 doing all that and they're just busy and it's kind of it's kind of rushed. You know, sometimes kids are coming out of a uh, to campus late. Friday night, early Saturday morning after their own games and everything's just kind of rushed and there's not a lot of one-on-one time. And I think Nick Saban and his staff really like to to get this kind of a little bit slower pace weekends in the summertime when when they can really get to know these kids and and, and, uh, and spend more time with them. So there's usually been um, one weekend each summer where it's just one of those loaded weekends. I think last year they had they had over two dozen official visitors throughout the month of June. And one, of the, I forget which weekend it was that that was kind of the the big the big one. But th- this is certainly this June tenth through twelfth window is, is the big one for for this twenty twenty three class. And, and so you know uh, it's not a surprise to see you know ten guys and that you know that we know of at this point. Um, the list could grow. You know sometimes kids' plans change, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, certainly they're, they're bringing a lot of their top targets on campus um, this week weekend um, to kind of, to take their shot at them, you know, ahead of this, um, ahead of the season.
1: Yeah. I, I think what you mentioned there is is very interesting with the fact that in, in the old days, or I guess in, in recruiting four or five years ago, it it did appear that recruits wanted that game day experience and Mm -hmm. they would go out to a school and take an official visit during a game day weekend, right? They would arrive early Saturday morning after their own high school football game wrapped up on Friday night. Uh, I used to remember seeing kids hop into a a black car service, right? And head straight to the (laughs) airport because they had to catch a cross country flight, a red eye or whatever it may be to make it to that college football game. Uh, it was uh, it was very rushed. It, it seemed like it was it was kind of a rat race to get out to places, and uh, I don't think coaches really liked it because you you couldn't really get a sense of the school in such a short amount of time. Whether that was on Saturday going to the game and then Sunday rushing through all those academic meetings and the dorms and this and that, and, and so I do feel like the spring visits. I think a lot of coaches and a lot of schools like Alabama have realized this is our best shot to put our best foot forward for the the star-studded prospects that we want, to give them a real feel for what this program offers. Now... I know you speak to a lot of recruits that take visits to Alabama with no game day atmosphere this weekend, with no uh, game to make it out to. What does an official visit look like in Tuscaloosa?
0: Yeah, you know, it, it's, um, and they've kind of catered it around. Um, sometimes they have a champions cookout. Um, they've done that a couple summers in a row where, you know, they have a lot of their top targets. I don't think that's going to be the case this weekend, but um, it, it's a lot of the, I mean, it's, it's pretty much what you expect. They get to campus, you know, they have their player hosts, whatever, you know, they have the the, the team on campus uh, for summer workouts and they'll assign different players to, to host them, kind of show them around, answer any questions from a player's perspective. Um, obviously you got your, your coaches meetings. You're going to meet with your position coach. You're going to meet with your area recruiter. You're going to sit down with Nick Saban. Um, you're going to do the whole, the whole shebang on the the stadium tour, the, the, the uniforms. Um, one big thing we we've been talking to kids about, and this has been more in the last couple of years when um, as they've kind of overhauled their strength and conditioning program is, uh, and kids Love this. And I was actually just talking to a recruit's mother earlier this week, Cole Adams, that officially visited last weekend, talking about just their sports science presentation and how they really pitch it to these kids about, you know, how they they attack, you know, sports science, whether, you know, it's, they look for the kids' deficiencies and, and they they target those areas in particular or in specific in, in terms of getting those kids stronger, um, injury prevention, all that kind of stuff. And, and so they really drive that home. They go to Nick Saban's house on Sunday morning. Uh, they do the breakfast, they do the golf carts, they uh, go down to the lake. Um, and all that, and then usually head out around Sunday afternoon. So it's a pretty jam-packed weekend. They they try to get them um, in front of the, the academic people, their majors, if they know what they want to do. They talk to the deans of the different schools. So they certainly have uh, a, a lot to do on these weekends. And I wanted to add to the point too. You know, they they are, they are taking these official visits in the summer, but with a place like Alabama, as opposed to maybe uh, maybe like a Michigan or like a Washington or. Or Oregon, you know, Alabama is a pretty easy school to get to if you're if you're a recruit in the Southeast. You you can get there, you know, if you wanted to take an unofficial visit. If you're in Georgia, if you're in the state of Alabama, uh, Louisiana, you can you can make it over usually for uh, for a game during the season. We've seen that happen a lot with kids that take officials in the summer um, and then end up coming back for an unofficial visit at some point in the fall. So so I, I think the official visits in the summer are even more so maybe more of a advantage the Bama can use to it to its uh, or something Bama can use to its advantage to really get to know the kids better.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I- I do feel like it's a it's a win-win for both sides, right? The, the the recruit gets to know the school a little bit more in depth, and then the coaches get a better sense of that recruit before things get really serious, right? We're still, what, five, six months away until things get into crunch time uh, for the early signing period. So this gives the, the coaches a bit more time to do their homework, uh, and it gives the recruits an ability to go out there and check things out a little bit more in depth. We're going to continue our conversation on Alabama's big recruiting weekend, including a few of the five stars that are headed to... Tuscaloosa this week and you're listening to the 24-7
0: Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Angulo joined by Hank South. He is the recruiting insider at Bama Online, the Alabama website on the 24-7 Sports Network. I'm going to mention two words to you. Arch Manning, I'm not sure if you've heard those those words (laughs) before, Uh, but he headlines this list. Just took an official visit to Georgia this past weekend. I had Kip Adams, our colleague from over at Dogs 24-7, tell me that Kirby Smart wanted... To have Arch Manning in for, for that first weekend of, of June. He's supposed to head out to Texas before the month is over for his official visit to see the Longhorns. That means Bama's sandwiched in between in this three-headed race or or this three-team race as we can as we can see it right now. Where does Bama stand and and how important is this official visit going to be? Because he's been to Tuscaloosa numerous times before.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's important. You know, the staff has has done a really good job of connecting with him. And you kind of look at Alabama's situation right now. Eli Holstein committed a few weeks back, so you know people say, "Oh, Bama has their quarterback; they're, they're, that's their guy." But you know, a lot of people expected, "Oh, well, Arch Manning will probably take a visit elsewhere. He probably will cancel that Alabama visit." But no, he, he's still going to go on the trip. He's developed a really strong bond with with Pete Golding, his area recruiter, and then obviously Bill O'Brien and Nick Saban. They've done a really good job recruiting him, and so where they stand, I, I you know, out of that group of Bama, Georgia, Texas, you know, you, you got to. Kind of imagine the Bama's probably running three at this point. You know, they have Eli Holstein, they have their elite tier guy that obviously was a top target. They took his commitment and and they wanted him on board uh, prior to Arch Manning ever making a decision. So that kind of shows you how highly the staff thought of Eli Holstein. Um, But Albeman wants to take two quarterbacks in this class. Um, You know, will it be a situation where Arch Manning and Eli Holstein go to the same school? I don't. Think I don't envision that happening, but you know, I don't know. Uh, would that would create? Could I say crazier things have happened? Cause I, that would be pretty crazy in my it's, opinion. It's but recruiting. Uh, <laughs> it's recruiting, it's <laughs> recruiting. True, the craziest things have happened, right? Right. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I would still, you know, probably pick Georgia or Texas before I'd pick Alabama. Bama had another quarterback on campus last weekend for an official visit, and Dylan Lonergan, a four star uh, prospect from Georgia. I think he's more of a, a likely scenario to maybe join a two quarterback class than maybe Arch Manning, but you know. Prop stars waiting for still taking this visit. I, I think it shows that, you know, the interest is still very real. It's there. We'll see if we get some comments out of him after the visit on how he'd feel about potentially that situation but uh, yeah it's certainly the most high profile visitor expected
1: yeah one of the more methodical recruits that we could remember uh, in any recruiting class Arch Manning the five-star quarterback number one prospect in the 23 class headed to Alabama this weekend for his official he'll be joined by a handful of five stars Francis Mauigoa Caden Proctor uh, linebacker Anthony Hill and running back Richard Young and a number of four-star prospects but I did want to take a step backwards and look back to last week, Hank, Brandon Ennis, one of the better receivers in the country, headed out to uh, Alabama for his official visit. And I did have a recruit. And let's just say his name rhymes with, I don't know, Rillin Deola. Ask me, you know, how how is what's what's the word on Brandon Ennis? What's he what's he going to do?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I I think this is one, you know, I think with this visit, Bama really solidified its standing for him. I think entering it, they were already in a pretty good position for Brandon Innes. Um, I I think he really liked what the staff was telling him, what he was seeing. The only thing problem was he hadn't been to Tuscaloosa yet and, and he was supposed to visit for an unofficial back in April for the Day spring game. Some things came up with his schedule. He couldn't make it. But even when he had to cancel that trip, he said, I will be there the first weekend of June. And, and he stayed true to his word there. He made his fir- uh, the first trip out for his official visits late in June to Tuscaloosa. And I think Bama really hit it out of the park with him. And most official visits don't really go bad from my experience, but uh, I, I think in particular, Brandon Ennis, they were able to get him one-on-one with Nick Saban, get him one-on-one with the staff. Obviously, Obviously, as an elite tier receiver, you'd be foolish not to go give a look to Alabama in their recent run of years with the guys they're putting out into the league. Um, and I think they really kind of, like I said, solidified their standing for him. Will it be enough to combat schools like Ohio State, schools like USC? Obviously, he's got the connection with Lincoln Riley out there, having been committed to Oklahoma at one point. But I I mean, it'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed not to pick Bama right now if he was deciding today. And and uh, I think they've done a really good job recruiting him. Um, and again, you know, Bama kind of speaks for itself later with its run of receivers it's had. And I think that's really catching a lot of kids' eyes, including Brandon Innes.
1: Yeah, a lot of different factors as we wrap things up, Hank, in this recruiting class with so many different layers now to every class, right? With the transfer portal, the early signing period, NIL, uh, there's so many overlying factors that maybe are are slowing some of the big dogs from really making a push for commitments, right? Alabama mm-hmm. could have 20 commitments if they wanted 20 commitments. They only have four right now. They are going after the, the top tier premier prospects. They're outside the top 30 in the recruiting rankings. That that's not going to last for long. But it, based on your conversations and your experience, what's a good number for Bama to be at heading into the season? Where would they want to be, and how many spots do you feel like they would want to to save up for that that stretch run down down the down the down the you know the end of uh, the the cycle heading into the early signing period in mid December?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think eventually this summer that we're going to see kind of their their standard runner commitments that they're you know they're seeing these kids in camp, they're seeing them work out, they're getting eyes on them some time for the first time, um, and we usually see kind of a wave of guys join the class where they want to be kind of entering the season. I don't think they're going to stress if, if the numbers, you know, below 12, you know, around there, I, th- I think that they'll be fine. Because like you said, a lot of these kids are, Potentially going to wait that the the big dog recruits don't really need to worry about whether a spot's available or not in a lot of cases. But yeah, like I mean, the transfer portal it's a huge factor in this, this whole thing now. In terms of uh, you know, you could miss on the guy like Brandon Innes, and you could have somebody available like you, like you saw this year with Jermaine Burton and then Tyler Harrell, where you're able to add two of the best uh, transfer wideouts in the country, uh, media impact guys to your class without really missing a beat. So certainly, you know, they're they're going to want to keep some spots open for for. The transfer portal, and and I would be shocked if they didn't. Um, but you know, I, I, as far as putting a number on it ahead of the season, you know, I, I think I I would put it roughly, you know, maybe a dozen. I think entering you know week one um, in terms of their commitment list, if I had to predict.
1: Yeah, and the transfer portal. The other thing that I think we're not paying attention to is let's say Bama does miss on Brandon Innes. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just saying if they do, what if he enters the transfer portal right, right. in in a year or two, and they made a strong impression last weekend? He remembers that right he's always okay. going to go back to that weekend uh and that puts Bama right back in the thick of it for a premier receiver so and a uh, great example why. of
0: that sorry to interrupt you is Henry yep. Toa yep. and exactly uh, yeah. exactly
1: yeah the former five star linebacker from northern california who you know mm-hmm. was terrific at tennessee remembered that he loved the alabama visit and and obviously making big things happen for the crimson tide on that defense so a lot of different layers and this is going to be another important one for alabama this weekend the biggest one in the country down in tuscaloosa you could Check out all of Hank's work at Bam Online, the Alabama website on the twenty four seven Sports Network. And and Hank, where can our readers find your work? Maybe maybe on social media or other podcasts.
0: Yeah, you know we have the Build by Bam Online podcast, uh, part of the twenty four seven Sports Network, and then my Twitter handle is at uh, HankSouth247. two four seven.
1: All right, that is Hank South. So for Hank and our producer Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the twenty four seven Sports Football Recruiting Podcast, and enjoy your weekend, everybody.